Good morning, folks. Uh, it's good to be with everyone, to, with the church family and with any visitors who have logged in to join us this morning. It's great to have you with us. Before we hear the word of God from Alison, I just want to say a couple of things. Um, when this whole lockdown started, um, I shared the first video message. We talked about the importance of staying connected. To begin with, we looked at the importance of staying connected to God in this time. And then a couple of weeks ago, I talked about the importance of staying connected with one another. Remember, we are with you, heart and soul. Um, but today, Alison's going to start us off on something we're going to continue over the next few weeks. And that's to talk about being connected to our neighbours and to the wider community. As Dan was encouraging us just a couple of days ago, if you saw the video, if you didn't have a look at it, he was encouraging us that in this time of lockdown, we're not hidden but we are that city on a hill and we can let our light shine even at this time of lockdown. Now, the lockdown is going to continue for at least the next three weeks. And so, again, let's hold on to that importance of staying connected. But we are going to share different times during the week, short video messages from time to time, time to encourage you in your spiritual and emotional health. But on our Sunday mornings, we're really going to look at what it means at this time to still be connected with and to let our light shine out to our neighbours and our wider community. And the various ways you can do that, and I know that some of you are already having those opportunities. I was reading today something which really uh, spoke to me, and it said that kindness is the greatest medicine it works for everyone and it's impossible to overdose on it so maybe kindness is the way that we can connect but god spoke to us about being in a season of open gates just as we were going into lockdown but we believe that still this is the season of open gates and we're going to look over the next few weeks about what that means in these unusual circumstances we're going to look at connecting with our community and letting our light shine Great to be with you folks. Bye. Hello everybody. It is lovely to see you all. My name is Alison and welcome to my home. Um, I would like to talk to you about living well and looking outward. Um, I have been struck really quite strongly by the power of love and kindness in this season. Um, we are in a battle, a battle against the virus and yet love and kindness is on the front line. We see that in the NHS. People prepare to lay down their lives to love and care. And that is the ultimate sacrifice of love. Doctors and nurses, school teachers, um, shop owners, people going outside to show appreciation and love, uh, love well. But not only that, there's an army of volunteers rising up, going out shopping for people and um, doing gifts, things of kindness um, there's all sorts of examples of love and care that is, um, I'm just overwhelmed with it. And it doesn't seem to be an age limited thing either. So we look at the 99 year old Captain Tom Moore, who, um, who has walked around his garden a hundred times, but not only his generosity and his act, but the generosity of a nation who have risen up and given to his cause. Um, there's just goodness and kindness flowing from everywhere. I've stories of kindness, food bought, flowers given, changing the atmospheres of streets. And Jesus came as a baby and we considered him 
to be weak and despised and rejected. And yet he came with the greatest power on earth that we could see. He came in love. In 1 John 4 verse 8, it says, God is love. And as a sign of his love, he sent his only son to sacrifice for us, to lay down his life in order that we might have life. That is love. And however much we might think that missiles and force and um, position and authority and knowledge and popularity is the most powerful thought for force upon this earth. Love is more powerful than that. It's in our DNA. Just as our father is love, we follow in his footsteps. Um, and because it's in our DNA, it's almost like if we don't love well, it does affect our mental well-being. Now, on mentalhealth.org, they have a poster that has 10 points um, for our own mental well-being. And these are the 10 points. It says, talk about your feelings, keep active, eat well, drink sensibly, keep in touch, ask for help, take a break, do something you're good at, accept who you are. And point number 10 is care for others. So even outside um, the Christian faith, people recognise that part of who we are and the way we are built is connection to people, keep connected, and caring for others. And it reminds me of the command that Jesus gave, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, and love your neighbour as yourself. It's about loving yourself and loving your neighbour. And we know that love is the greatest thing because in 1 Corinthians verse 13, it says these things remain hope, faith and love. But of all of those things, still the greatest, the most powerful thing is love. And again, in um, 1 John 4 verse 8, God reminds us and says, anyone who does not love does not know God. Loving God includes loving people, it says in verse 21. So for those of us who know God, love is innate in us. It's there. It's part of who we are. Um, I'd like to look a little bit more about why, if it's in our DNA, why sometimes we struggle to, to love as part of who we are. In order a way to release that love in you, it's not the fact that we have to try and love. We just have to release what's already part of us and already part of who we are. So I'd like to turn to Psalm 112 um, and read excerpts of it. So you might want to read it again at home. Um, I'm reading it from the NIV version. It says, blessed are those who fear the Lord, who find great delight in his commands. I hope that's us. Even in the darkness, light dawns for the upright. It reminds me that line of the verse that we were looking at as a church. Arise, shine, for your light has come. For those who are gracious, compassionate and righteous. Good will come to those who are generous. They will be remembered forever. They will have no fear at bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Their hearts are secure. They will have no fear. 
They have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Their horn will be lifted high in honour. So one of the first things I notice about this psalm is it says, those who are gracious and compassionate and righteous. That's us, the gracious, compassionate and righteous. We need to grasp hold of our identity. That's who we are. We don't have to try to be that. That's already our identity, our DNA. So what stops us being compassionate? Now, just as talked about where we look, we're looking outward. Sometimes we can shut our eyes. Sometimes we can close our eyes to the pain and suffering that's happening around us, which stops us being compassionate because we're not being informed or taking notice of other people's suffering. So right now there's people out there with no relatives, nobody, no food, no comfort. They're lonely, they're isolated. We need to open our eyes and see this. And in that, when we open our eyes, our compassion will start clicking in. Our compassion will start working. Um, so don't, don't hide in your caves and shut your eyes. Open your eyes, make them go outwards. Engage your compassion that's already there. The next bit about this psalm I noticed was it says, blessed are those who fear the Lord. Now, sometimes I think we find loving difficult because we are um, fearful of other things, fearful of people's reactions, fearful of ourselves. So sometimes our eyes are on ourselves and um, our introversion and we're embarrassed. What will people think? How will they take it? Um, and this verse says clearly, stop fearing and looking about things about yourself, but look and fear him, love him. And as you raise your eyes and look outwards, you will find that you will stop fearing ourselves and fearing what other people think. And just the love will start kicking in. You will start, you'll find the compassion and you will find your generosity kicking in. The other thing I think that we can sometimes struggle with is, is our own feelings of not enough. And they can stop our our DNA love from coming out. So we think, oh, we're too late. I haven't contacted my neighbours yet. I haven't sent cards around. It's too late to do anything. We're, we're too far in. What I have to give is too little. It's only me. I've only got a little bit of love. I've only got a little bit of time left. I've only got small. I'm only, I, ha I haven't got many skills. I've got nothing to offer. I'm not important. I'm too, too small in people's thinking. Who am I to offer love? But I want to tell you and remind you of who you are. You are the sons and the daughters of the living God. And even if you have 10 minutes this week, that's enough time to love somebody well. You know what it is to celebrate resurrection hope, to be in the dark place, to be in the place of sadness and no hope. And that you are giants in goodness and hope and resurrection and transformation in a way that the world needs to see. And indeed, even inside you, you have the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead innate in your inside you right now. That power is there. You are not too little and too small. You are an amazing person. And the world needs to see what you have to offer. Like the little boy who comes with his loaves and his fishes. Bring what you have. Bring the gifts that God has made you. In his 
wisdom and in his graciousness to be you, to bring what you've got. And as the world knows things like diet and exercise, it knows all about clothing well and the economy and relaxing. It's even moving very well into emotional health and looking after ourselves. One thing it it still doesn't know very much about is spiritual health. But you know about meditation and prayer. You know about gratitude. You are already in the sight of others around your streets, walking in areas that they have no idea. You have, um, you're a spiritual giant to people who have not even started to wake up to spiritual aspects yet. You know the love of the Father. You you walk around thinking about love, talking about love, because your Father is love. So already you have all those things within you. Let it out. Let all those things out. Bring hope and help to other people about spiritual goodness and, and train them in spiritual things that they don't even know how to walk in yet. So let's go back to this Psalm 112. It says, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. That's us. That's what we can do out of our generosity. So what gifts? What have we got? We haven't got Christmas presents wrapped in our house. What gifts can we offer? So let's have a look. We can offer financial gifts. So we can donate a tin of beans to the food banks who are so struggling right now. We can donate to the Pioneer Corps, people in other countries who are locked in lockdown with nothing. We can donate to Dennis and Ashish in Amster who have who are asking for our help. We can donate flowers to our, our neighbours round about. We can donate financially. We can give gifts to those who are poor in spirit. So we can give a smile, a gift of a smile. We can give a gift of a kind word, a gift of um, flowers to our neighbours, a gift of chocolate. We might give a gift of a letter or a card. Those things that will lift people's spirit. Let's shower those gifts too. We might give gifts for those who are poor in hope. The good news is a massive, fantastic gift that we have all the time in your pocket to give out. The gift of the gospel, the gift of truth, the gift of how to be spiritually well, how to meditate, how to bring peace in fear and anxiety, how to how to bring positivity and how to bring truth and honour and respect all those gifts we can shower on our neighbours and our friends. We are so rich. Let's lift our eyes. Let's realise who we are and let's shower our gifts. And sometimes when we feel on a crash day, uh, day, that we sometimes get, rather than just thinking about ourselves, if it's innate and the love is within us, which it is, let's think about making ourselves better by doing one good thing for somebody else. Not that we receive anything back, but just to give and love because that's who we are. So I'd like to read that Psalm 112 again. Just let it sink in and let it do you good. Blessed are those who fear the Lord, who find great delight in his commands. Even in the darkness, light dawns on the upright. For those who are gracious, compassionate and righteous. Good will come to those who are generous. They will be remembered forever. They will have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Their hearts are secure. They will have no fear. They have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. 
their horn will be lifted high in honour. I hope you have a great afternoon. Goodbye.